Welcome to another episode of Permission to be Wealthy. I'm your host, Hasha Chen, and you'll be happy to know that every episode on this podcast is geared towards reminding you that you deserve wealth with ease. In addition to today's episode, I have a free gift for you. It's my 30-day guided wealth with ease journal. It's meant to support you on your wealth creation journey. Go ahead and grab your free copy at wealthwitheasenow.com. Ladies, do you feel like the love you truly want and deserve is not showing up in your life no matter what you do? Well, it's time to stop settling for less because certified love attraction expert, Deanna Washington is ready to guide you to become a magnet for quality relationships so you can finally attract the love you've been wanting and praying for. For nearly a decade, Deanna has been guiding professional women just like you to overcome their subconscious blocks and develop radical self-love that attracts healthy and meaningful relationships. Don't let the love that you deserve pass you by any longer. Take control of your love life by heading over to destinationdiana.com. That's destination, D-I-O-N-N-A.com. Welcome to another episode of Permission to be Wealthy, where we have conversations that remind women you deserve to have wealth with ease. Today, I'm so excited. <laughs> I've got Kelly Collins here. And when I looked at this season's list of guests, she is one of the women I am the most excited for all of you to meet. <laughs> Kelly has a podcast. She's a podca podcast host for The Swipe Right Effect, The Power of Getting Unstuck. And let me just tell you, I read all about Kelly. We've met. We've you know gotten a chance to get to know each other. And I'll just put it to you like this. She is living our dream. She has lived it. She's living it. And I cannot wait for you all to learn a little bit more. So Kelly, I'm going to start off right there. When I learned about your life and your life experiences, I'm going to allow you to share with everyone some of the cool things that you've done. But what I will say is I immediately thought, this might be one of the most wealthiest women I know mm. just because of your life, the choices that you've made and the experiences that you've given yourself. I mean, in my definition of wealth, you're checking a lot of the boxes. However, <laughs> what's your definition of wealth at this moment, at this point in your life? I believe wealth is about um, happiness. The the joy and and contentment and excitement, which I love contentment and excitement together. That's a pretty cool combination. That comes from um, choosing yourself. Mm. And once you've chosen yourself and you do the work, then um that it's a it's a sense of accomplishment to realize, to look back on your life and especially all the hard things and know that you came through that and now you've accomplished this whole nother level of emotional wealth. Ooh, I love that. I've never heard that one. Emotional <laughs> wealth. So we're always on this podcast, we're always intrigued by everyone's definition of wealth because everyone's got something different. Mm -hmm. And and you know, by the end of the season we would have added like three or four different definitions or right. or terms, but emotional wealth. Right. I love that. Like really evaluating if you're happy with your life. Right. And and um 
in addition to writing a book, I've, I've also written a workbook and, and we talk about that throughout the, the workbook. Mm. It's, it's like getting to that point where you're achieving that. Yeah. But, yeah like, I mean, I, where you just, that, you know, when people talk about spirituality and you talk about the frequency that we're all energy and we all have a frequency, when I finished my book and I knew I had accomplished something that was going to help people and I knew it, you know, yeah. from my head to my toes. Yeah. There was just this vibration of energy in my heart chakra that was just constant. Yeah. And I just walked around like, I feel like I'm glowing. Am I glowing? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just incredible. I love that. And the other thing that you said with the emotional wealth was really evaluating as part of your determination around how wealthy you are emotionally, mm -hmm. uh, looking back at things that you've gone through, that you've gotten, you know, different things that you've experienced in your life and you've actually gotten through them. Right. You're on the other side and you can actually feel proud of yourself yeah. for it. Like those are deposits. Those are like emotional assets. Totally. Right. Right. That are going to reap us um, returns for life. The fact that I went through something really challenging and I proved to myself that I can and I have is so valuable. I love that. Okay. So the other thing that I loved about you is that you said, I'm a proud quitter. Yes. And I would love for everyone to learn a little bit about your story and the moment where you decided, I am quitting. So my story goes back to, I mean... Proud mom of three amazing daughters and a small business owner. And I've been married 30 years and I was proud of all these things. And that was kind of my identity. Yep. And I kind of thought that's how the world saw me. And that's who I was most proud of being were these three people in, in one. And in 2017, it was like a trifecta of change. You know, my, I'm an empty nester. My kids are gone. Uh, my marriage is ending, and because of the divorce, I need to sell my business so it doesn't get caught up in divorce right. proceedings. Right. So now I'm just sitting back going, who am I? Mm -hmm. And the only thing that even slightly really remained, because of course, well, of course, I'm still a mom. <laughs> yeah. But the the company that bought my company asked me to stay for three years. That was part of the deal. Okay. And so I still got to continue being a news publisher. I still got to kind of take care of that baby, that company that I birthed. And, um, and, but what that did was it kind of kept me in my old life. And I had this moment where I was like, I can't keep, I can't stay here anymore. I can't keep living this new version of my old life. I love that. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> when I heard her, when I heard Kelly say this earlier, I was like, wow. I can't keep living this new version of my old life. And I think one of the things that you shared was, you know, so you have this trifecta of life circumstances that's literally forcing you to make change, mm -hmm. right? right? It's when it's when we say as women, it's a transitionary period in my life. <laughs> I get divorced, the kids are gone, and I have to, you know, change my job or sell my business or do something. Right. And And so one of the things that I loved was you said, so I then went and I bought, a similar house mm -hmm. in the same neighborhood mm -hmm. and just saw yourself, you know, I stayed on with the company that had once been mine doing the right. same job. And so that was your, that was your context. But one of the things that I see as women, you know, are trying to create wealth is that they are literally doing that same thing. They're trying to like, I made my, you know, I had a really great job doing this mm -hmm. and I grew my career in this way and I created financial well-being in this way. 
And so now, even though everything in my life is calling me to something new, I'm just going to go create a new version right. of my old self. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and it was in that moment and it was like, I have to quit. I have to quit this. Mm. And I've actually written um, a, uh, a keynote speak or, you know, a speech yeah. that I want, I want to start sharing and I'm just wrapping it up right now. But it's, and it's, I'm a quitter and I'm proud of it. You know, I'm a quitter and I'm proud of it. Yeah. But <laughs> what I quit was I quit, um, I quit my old life, you know, and, and, and I, I just had a really hard time letting go of that. Yeah. There's this, um, behavioral scientist, uh, Richard Thaler, and he wrote about this, I think he called it the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. It's to the point where, you have invested so much of yourself, whether that's emotionally or financially, into something that you cannot let go of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd been married for 30 years, so you can imagine how emotionally invested I was in my marriage. Yeah. Even though this man had cheated on me and and basically had been gaslighting me yeah. for six years, Yeah. I still couldn't see, I could not foresee a happier me on the other end of letting it go. Yeah. And then, and having to let go of your company is extremely mm. difficult. Yeah. But once somebody else owned it, it really wasn't something I could keep investing my emotions in anymore. I could do the job. Yeah. But I couldn't do that. And then I will say the thing that I quit that was most important was I quit doubting myself. Wow. The gaslighting that came really made me second guess my intuition. Yeah. And I had this moment where... I felt like the universe was saying, you have to go do this thing. And I went, I trust you. I trust you, Kelly. I looked in the mirror and said, you should do this and you should trust yourself. Wow. And so I did. I went on this 500-mile hike in Spain called the Camino de Santiago. And it and that was my game changer. And that's where I decided to sell the business. And that's where I began to forgive. And that's where wow. I found the... Spark. I was talking to a client the other day and she said, my life's so sparkly on the outside. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm, t- I'm totally taking the sparkly thing. <laughs> I, I wanted sparkly again. Mm. I wanted that. And what that really was that I didn't know how to define it was that energy, that vibration in my soul that mm. needed. It just was just calling for happiness, calling for happiness. And, um, and I just, I, you know, went to my financial advisor and I said, I, and he's my brother <laughs> and he's awesome. His name's Robert Collins. And, um, he, he, he just sat there and listened to me and he heard me. He mm-hmm. heard me say, I have to have a new life. What if I sell my house, give away everything and travel for two years and see if I can find the new me? Yeah. And of course, he has this heart, you know, we love each other. He's my brother. But but he was, you know, he gave me five theories and you can do it. These are all the different ways you can do it. If, you, if it's on an annual budget of this, you can do it. If on annual annual budget of this, we'll have to do a little bit. We'll have to start doing dividends. Yeah. You know, and um, and he just showed me how I could. And he said, you know, you can stay retired. Forever. If you, um, you know, if you keep to this budget, but. I know you and you're going to start working again. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but it, and it's all worked out and and the the book just led to a new business for me which I could never have seen coming. 
there is so much in what you just shared. I'm like, if we start going deep, we'll be here for another hour. The part that I'm going to pull out is, uh, as I listen to your story, as I think about mine, as I, you know, consider the women that we've served and watching that that transformation that occurs after transition. Mm-hmm. But knowing what happens, but being in the being in the space before you make the quitting choice, mm-hmm. and I think that that's just for anyone listening that needs that encouragement is to really ask yourself, what is it that I need to quit? Right. What do I need to quit so that I can get to the other things that are waiting for me in life and on the wealth creation journey? One of the things that happens, and you know, the podcast is called Permission to Be Wealthy. It's and and the thing that you talked about with the sunk cost factor. It's like I, but I've invested so much in this job or living in this town or right. even a business idea that you've had for a long time. But I've put so much into it, you know. And then it comes to this point where it's like, but everything in me is saying it's time to quit, mm-hmm. and the fear that you feel—that's oh, terrifying. <laughs> it is terrifying, but. And I almost, I mean, I hope this is appropriate, but, you know, that that sucking feeling, like it's mm. sucking the life out of you. Yeah. If you could change the word from sunk yeah. to suck, yeah. the suck costs fallacy. It's sucking the life out of you. And wow. you have to let it go. And, and, and in my opinion, in most cases, it just needs to be clean break. Just do it. Yeah. And um, I mean, and that's not always possible with a marriage, obviously. But yeah, yeah you got to work some stuff out. But yeah, um, but I, I think a clean break is good. Yeah, I love that idea. It's not sunk cost, right? It's the suck, sucking the suck. life out of you cost. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can we not all relate? <laughs> so, so, you know, someone's a woman's feeling stuck right now mm-hmm. for whatever reason financially, emotionally, um, based on her career choices, whatever the reason she's feeling stuck, what would you say is your wisdom for helping her move out of that space and into like being you, living the life of her dreams? (laughs) Well, I think first, don't isolate. Mm. I think there's some shame in not having that perfect life on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. And it's so, I'm just telling you, um, now that I'm coaching people, nobody has a perfect life. I, I don't care what they're showing on Facebook or Instagram. Yep, yep. Nobody has a stress-free, pain-free life. And I I sought out help on a regular basis. Yeah. I've had several coaches. I had a marriage and family therapist. In fact, he's my first interview on Swipe Right Effect yep. because he's because he's so good. Yeah. And um and we talk about dating, which is pretty funny from a yeah. family therapist. But, um and I, I just don't isolate, go get help. And I do think that coaches or life coaches are just an amazing way to take those first steps. Yeah. And um of course there's psychiatrists and psychologists, but sometimes you're already a very successful woman. Yeah. It's just on the personal side that you're feeling stuck. Yeah. You know, your life is sparkly on the outside. It's just the inside that needs to get sparkly too. Yeah. And uh, so that's my, I mean, that's where you start. Yeah. Don't try to do it alone, you know, get support. Because I think that moment where you are feeling the weight of you know, that that moment before you know you need to quit, something needs to change, You something needs to give. You, I, I, We were talking about this earlier. We feel, you feel the most alone. 
Yes. You feel like nobody understands. You are going down this dark, deep dungeon of a hole all by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 someone shared with me recently, the most courageous thing that any human being can do is to ask for help. Right. Is to ask for help. So, yeah, I love that. If you're feeling stuck, just go, just go get the help that you need. Yeah. Be vulnerable yeah. because yeah. it is one of the most courageous things that you can do. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So in, in the name of keeping it real, because we talked about, you know, the the perfect lives on Instagram. And we were saying earlier, the more perfect the life seems on Instagram, I can almost guarantee you yeah. is the more problems there are. Yeah. The more like that's not the truth. Um, so when it comes to obviously anyone that's meeting you, one of the things that I try to do, well, let me put this, put it in this context. You know, when we're in these roles where people go, oh, my gosh, you so have it all together. You know, yeah. you have it all figured out. And I don't. And so one of the things I love to do is really just be honest about, and this is my growth area right now, right? Mm -hmm. This is how far I've come and this is my growth area. So you defined wealth as, you know, really being happy with where you are, emotional wealth. Uh, Where would you say there is the gap for you still at this moment with your, your definition of wealth? What else is possible for you? Well, I think despite the fact that I've, had these amazing, amazingly bad and amazingly good um, life experiences. Yeah. Um, I still have to fight my imposter syndrome sometimes. Mm. That what do I really have to offer? And yeah. is it going to resonate with someone? And, you know, I think that I, I'm lucky that I'm surrounded by people who look at me and go, what are you talking about? about? Yeah. You have so much to offer. And, you know, Having been through all that pain and gotten to the other side, that alone is a great example for people. Yeah. And so I think it's self-confidence. And, and what I see with my clients is the same, same thing. And, um, and then that self-confidence also goes over to money. I mean, I'm very lucky I have my brother. Yeah. But um, it, sometimes it's hard to ask for what you know you're worth. Yeah. Or just understand your value. Yeah. But um but it's important to do that because you you know everything I've 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 researched, I've lived it, I've um I have degrees, I have, you know, I've written a book, I have written a workbook, I have done all I've invested in myself with coaches and therapists and um I think that all of that is has value. Yeah. And so every woman out there has value from her life experience too. Yeah. And if if you can align your life purpose with your dreams and your vision and your mission, then, you know, gosh, I mean, it's almost priceless, but you still have to put a price on it. Right, right. Absolutely. I thank you for being willing to be vulnerable and answering sure. that question because I really want other women to know we're all on this journey um, of creating whatever our definition of wealth is. But no matter how much you look at someone else, like literally, I read your thing and I was like, this is the perfect life for me. <laughs> right? She's like, taken two years off, traveled the world, done these amazing things. And as much as we can look at others and say, that seems like my version of perfect, to that person, they also have their own, like, you know, next next level that they're looking to achieve or gap that they're still trying to fill 
Because we're just all on this imperfect human journey. Yeah. Yeah. And that gap is where you grow. Ex- exactly. So that's why, you know, don't don't hate on the gap because the gap is where you're going to grow. Absolutely. I love <laughs> that. All right. So I will let you go with, I love the name of your book, The Swipe Right Effect is the name of the book. And one of the things that you're giving uh, away to our listeners is access to the first chapter. Can right. you tell us how they can get it? Sure. You can go to swiperightchapter.com. Okay. Um, it's also available on my website, uh, ckcollins.co. Okay. And tell us a little bit about the book before we go. Why should I go download this first chapter? <laughs> well, the swipe right effect is a play on words. Um, I'm single, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And um, when you swipe right in a dating app, it, you're choosing someone. And so to, I want you to swipe right for yourself. And you will read that in the preface. You will read that in chapter one. Um, and then you will, you know, if it intrigues you, then keep going. And the book's available on Amazon. But the, the the reason I named it Swipe Right Effect is because the effect of choosing yourself is this other happy life. But you have to choose yourself first. You have to swipe right for yourself. Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> the Swipe Right Effect. That's it, ladies. Swipe right. Choose yourself because what's on the other <laughs> side is your happiness. All right, Kelly, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Tasha. I'm honored to be here. (laughs) All right, ladies, see you next episode.